welcome to Casting Call, the show that takes all your favorite movies, TV shows, books, and video games and recasts them to work in a live-action interpretation. I'm your host, Alex Robson, and joining me as always is my co-host, Will Robson, and today we're going to be recasting Jurassic Park as a modern-day film. Ha 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 ha, we are recasting Jurassic Park. <laughs> this is my brother's choice for this week's pod. <laughs> And I'm quite looking forward to casting this film. Who did you choose? We don't know. But we will find out. Okay, so, as always, the rules of this podcast for anyone just joining us are both of us have come equipped with our casting choices. We will go one character at a time and decide who has the better casting choice. If we don't agree, then there is a redemption round at the end where we have a choice to offer one more casting choice for any of the characters that we disagree on. The goal is to recast the best film possible. So we're not here to argue, just to argue. We debate. Are... Exactly. It is a debate. And so far, we've convinced each other on the choices, haven't yeah. we? So it the the goal is to make the best movie possible, or yeah. TV show, or whatever we're doing. Whatever we're doing. And we are doing Jurassic Park. So... Before we dive in, as always, we talk about the film, the original. What is it that you? What is what is it? What is it that you love most about Jurassic Park? Um, the dinosaurs, and I have one in my living room right now, which is snoring away. So if you hear that, <laughs> I apologize. Um, what dinosaur would she be? Well, yeah. It's the blend of um, oh, what my dog? Yeah, um, she'd be like one of those things with the little uh, ball tails. That, like, she reminds me of rounded. like. Yeah, she reminds me of little baby triceratops, to be honest with you. Little baby triceratops is very accurate, yeah. yeah. Okay, so what is it you love about the dinosaurs? Um, I like uh, specifically the raptors. I think they're amazing villains in, in movies and fighting. Yes. They're just like land, and a T-Rex is like land jaws and stuff like that. And yeah, it's brilliant. Oh, I like and that. Also, I've never thought about that, and a T-Rex in that way. A land jaws and like yeah. not showing himself and in the dark and then revealing teeth first and yeah, I'm digging that. Yeah, and um, just the use of practical effects as well. I love seeing animatronic or people dressed in suits. As I just love practical effects. I think they still work today. Even if you go like, oh, that's a dude in a suit, it just still looks better to me than a CGI creation. And to be fair, the original film. So I agree with you. I love all of the practical effects and the dinosaurs and just how amazing that T-Rex scene is in the, the rain. And I, I believe that's an actual T-Rex, like, sniffing yeah, and moving Yeah, it's one around. of the best movie scenes of all time. But also, the CG for the time was an amazing leap forward in what they did. Yeah, I, I wrote a whole paper on it when I was at film school. Because Spielberg used Lucas's, George Lucas's new... Um, uh, oh, God, I can't remember the name of it, but it was basically a new way of technology. That They invented new technology for the movie that's for movies with cg it's the ground of a lot of cg today yeah it just mind-blowing i remember seeing it as a kid for the first time i think we probably saw it together to be honest with you and yeah it's been huge our dad loves it doesn't he he loves jurassic park and i remember having the trading cards as a kid that we got like we go out to like a corner shop and we get like i don't know like a lucas a and they had, uh, it was for the second film, I think, Lost World Trading Cards. Yes. I remember. I loved them. Oh, yeah. I, I need to look those up, see what they look like. <laughs> yeah, go down a little nostalgia trip. But I, I totally agree with you on all of the practical effects and the dinosaurs being the magic. And that's what makes this film so good. Because this film could have been easily just a straight up, like, 
horror film but the way it's balanced is so good because it's still got all that wonder like when they first see a dinosaur very wonderful yeah it is and it's like it's bringing you into this new world and like what if dinosaurs still roam the earth and i believed they did in this movie i was like Mm -hmm. holy shit this is amazing and making it a theme park it's just brilliant so yeah that new jurassic park game is like one of my favorite playstation 4 games we get to build your own jurassic park i love it oh yeah that's right you played that for quite some time didn't you and you're like yeah, oh stop. fuck's sake the raptors escaped again <laughs> yeah <laughs> i stopped playing it because it's just addicting i love any of those tycoon style games right now i'm addicted to roller coaster tycoon on the ipad from when i was a kid mm. they have it on the ipad and i've, I've been building uh middle earth theme park in it and i like built like these little like the Shire and like it actually it looks pretty dope. I must say. I mean, I know no one cares about this besides you. <laughs> um, so, I suppose uh, with Jurassic Park, the one thing that I wanted to say is the first film stands head and shoulders above the rest. Do you agree? Yeah, above, of course. Yes, yeah, but does. I really I like Jurassic World. A lot of people don't like that movie, but that hit me right in the nostalgia button. Yeah, and like bringing back the park, which is like. I don't like the Jurassic Park movies when there isn't a park in it. I totally agree. But you you liked Fallen Kingdom, did you not? I enjoyed it because it it made me feel like I was watching like a Dino Crisis movie, like creepy in the hallway with... Yeah, I just, I I, I totally agree with you. Without the park, it doesn't work. Do I think that movie was like amazing and like top quality? No. No. But did I just enjoy watching it? Yeah, sure. it It was fine. Yeah, we watch it because we just like our dad says i'm not interested in the plot i just want to see dinosaurs and i agree i mean seeing raptors raptors. i I do like the plot the plot is important to me like it really is and yeah but you go and see a jurassic park film not for the plot anymore you go and see it because you're like i want to see raptors again and a t-rex that's why you go right you want to see dinosaurs and then you hope the plot is going to be good i agree jurassic world was since jurassic park jurassic world had the best plot out of all of the other ones besides the first film because Lost World. I like I like Jurassic World more than the Lost World. I agree. I do too. Because it's a park in operation, and mm-hmm. it's great to see that stuff. Um, all right. So Jurassic Park being the best one out of all of the ones that they've made. How is it going to work in a modern day interpretation? Mm. Well, how about we tell you? Because we are big time Hollywood directors, and we're going to make this happen. See? Yes, we're very qualified to do this. Also, we talk like we're from the 1940s when we're casting. See? Mammy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So as always, we'll go one at a time. Um, I'll go first, and we usually start with director. So we'll start with director now. I'm very intrigued, actually. I want to know who you chose first, and sometimes both. Both of us will have the same choice. We don't know who we've chosen for these these roles or uh, director or composer or whatever. So just so everybody knows, if this is your first time, we have no idea. And I'm quite excited because I think my choice is really good. But who did okay. you choose as director? My, my director is tied into the film, which I will get into later because I don't want to spoil anything. Okay. But my director choice is someone who I think can handle a big budget movie um and handle a good blend of cgi and practical effects um and has that wonder to it and i my choice is john favreau hmm okay can you elaborate on that a bit more on why you went into that Mm, but then it would spoil something later on oh my god am i already i actually i'm not going to say it we'll wait till we get there but i have a feeling i know what you're thinking okay so my directing choice is a person that can take on massive 
films that require a lot of practical effects and also some CG as well. Let's face it, you've got to use CG in Jurassic Park. Also can go to exotic locations, remote locations, and make a film feel more epic than it needs to. Also manage so many different characters and juggle lots, because that's what these these films are now. Sounds like you're describing John Favreau, famous director. No, I'm describing Peter Jackson as my choice as director. Oh, you win immediately. <laughs> see Peter Jackson's Jurassic Park. Right, because of the practical effects. Now, would do as long as he's learned his lesson from The Hobbit, not to go full CG. Yes, which he did in the other versions. You started to see that he was less and less CG. And he was starting to use more like practical costumes again for his dorks. There's that there's that behind the scenes footage where you see those goblins in the mountains and it's all people in practical outfits and, and they, they look, look frightening so much better. and awesome. And then he scraps all of it and does those big bug eyed CG things which look terrible. And that's why I was like, bad choice. But maybe imagine maybe if he learns from that. But he's one of my favorite filmmakers because the Lord of the Rings trilogy I was thinking the other day, I might like the Lord of the Rings trilogy better than Star Wars. Wow. Because if I want to sit down and rewatch something, that's my go-to. Like, it is oh, I'm amazing. Gonna, I'm going to plow through the three Lord of the Rings films more yeah. than I'm like, oh, I'm going to plow through the original Star Wars films. So, yeah. Yeah, you, you can take that one, bud, because I want to see that movie. I agree, and I'm glad that you agree as well. I mean, think about Peter Jackson directing that T-Rex scene outside the, the fence when it ended I've never seen his King Kong, though, which worries me, because he uh, did have... To be honest with you, that. not a great film, but as far as uh, directing and cinematography and the look of Con and what they did, great. Like, really a big fan of what they did there. It just didn't okay. have... And Jack Black was... So is Andy Serkis going to play, like, a raptor and a T-Rex and stuff like that? <laughs> yeah, man. I was thinking of doing, like, mocap with Andy Serkis. <laughs> it would work really well. So Peter Also, Jackson. and you know what? Also, Peter Jackson's new film looks a bit strange as well. Oh, that... Um it's like, an an, like a live-action anime. Yeah, it does, where, like, cities are on wheels and they're just driving around. Yeah, I, 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 I can't be asked to watch something like well, that. Maybe Peter Jackson isn't the best choice. No, he is. <laughs> think, think about him and all of the other films he's done in Lord of the Rings and how good that is. He will, yeah. he will nail it. Okay. And putting him on an island and having these people go there and the dinosaurs and the tension. Excuse me, I'm burping. That's terrible. Um, yeah, I think that would be great. Okay. All right, I'll give, I would give him a go with that, yep. Okay. Um, all right, we got our director locked in. Going on to composer next, who do you choose to do the music of Jurassic Park? Which, might I just say, please note that whoever you've chosen, specify if they're going to do a new score or if they are going to do John Williams' score. Jurassic Park will always have to have the da-na-na-na-na when yes. you show the park, like park and stuff like that. Yes. But... The other music is you can replace replace it with stuff. And what you need is a composer that can handle the feel of the jungle very well, the feel of uh, being in nature, nature sounds, but through like Congo drums and and just that all feeling like, oh, I'm, I am not in a civilized world. I totally agree. I hope you've chosen the same person I have. Um, but also can do big epic scores. Uh, that everyone loves from recent famous Hollywood movies, and that's why my choice is Alan Silvestri, Ooh, the composer really of good. the Predator, yep. the composer of the Avengers. Yep. Like you combine those two together, oh. da 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 da. Oh, Think of that buddy. like the 
with the raptors that that type of feeling yeah and, 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 the, and don't forget jungle. back to the future as well one of my favorite beats in 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 predator is the that feeling yes. of that conga beat and just that that feeling with um yeah with with jurassic park i think it's a match made in heaven i think he could make themes for the specific dinosaurs okay um i'm gonna say who my choice is but you pretty much have given me so much foreplay that I'm I'm ready to <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to explode. Um, I chose Howard Shaw, who is Peter Jackson's composer for all of the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit series. Who is good also job, so they do a good job. We're doing an amazing job. He designs themes for all of the different characters or the different locations in that movie. So he's got a theme for Gondor. He's got a theme for Rohan. He's got a theme for the Some Hobbit. Some of the best cinematic music I've ever heard. I've ever heard. But you did sell me on like the intense like predator music and the Congos and the build up, especially when it comes to the Raptors. And you've got that like really creepy People on edge. People teaming up to fight them, grabbing like a shotgun. Yeah, and also, and also this the Avengers theme, Back to the Future theme. They are so catchy. And mm-hmm. hearing him do Jurassic Park along with putting his own flavor into different parts of the island. Yeah, because he almost sounds like a child of John Williams anyway. So yeah. it's it's. Uh, I think that's a perfect fit. Yeah, you win that one. Alan Silvestri is definitely the right composer for this job. All right. Well, this is just a jolly podcast. <laughs> Let's wrap it up. Keep going. <laughs> All right. We're going to start with our characters now. Um, I'm going to start with the one that I had the hardest time casting. Let's start with Alan Grant, who is played by Sam Neill in the original. Okay. Dr. Alan Grant. Um, I'm going to go. This is really tough. I've got, I've got three choices, but two I really like. We do have a redemption round, I suppose. If I've I got re- three choices, but there's only one choice I'm going with. Yeah, I'm going with one choice. Obviously, we have to do that. But I'm saying if I don't like your choice, I do have a redemption round to kind of go to bat. Okay. Oh, this is so hard to choose. But all right, I'm going to go in. So, Alan Grant is a character who hates kids, right? Scares the shit out of one at the beginning with the like the raptor claw slashing in his stomach. Is, Not hates them, but doesn't necessarily know how to communicate with them. Has to work with your Ellie Sattler, whoever you cast as Ellie Sattler, because they're in a relationship. And what's causing their divide is obviously she wants kids, he doesn't. And then as you go through the movie, he starts to take on that parental role. There's an evolution to his character, like the evolution of the dinosaur. Ha ha. Um, but eventually he obviously becomes a protector of uh, Tim and Lex. And yeah, he, he's just an amazing character. His journey in the movie is discovering, oh, I think he might want to have kids. Exactly. Like, even like pretending to do the, like being electric shocked on the fence and stuff like that. Yes. And sitting with them in the tree and looking at the long-necked dinosaurs and stuff, it's all, yeah. So it's my like, choice... He's got his own little, like, journey. And, like, it's like, never mind we're being attacked by, like, raptors. It's like, do I want to have kids? I think yeah. I do. My choice, who can play both cold-hearted bastard and can also be endearing. Why is not cold-hearted? Though? Okay, not cold-hearted, but, okay, he can be a bit standoffish. Also, he's got to seem like he is an archaeologist. A paleontologist, yeah. Paleontologist, yeah, no, you're right, paleontologist. Um, and carry what he's saying as truth, and obviously he's you know he's studied these dinosaurs. A knowledgeable uh, someone who is a master yeah. in their field, but I can also, like you said, like pretend to be electrocuted by the fence. So I'm, I'm rattling on. I'm going to say my choice. Oh my god, this is so hard, but I'm just going to say it. My choice is Ewan McGregor. Man, yeah, that's a that's a good choice. 
I Ewan McGregor, I could definitely see him as as Alan Grant. Yeah, and I can I see him also, like, you know when they pull up and you've got the long neck dinosaur and he, like, takes his glasses off in shock where he's like, what am I looking at? And I can see him be like, they move in herds. They're supposed to move in herds. I can see him doing all of that. So that's my choice. I like your choice, but I also like my choice. Okay, who did you choose? Now, I chose somebody that can definitely play the I am a master in my field because I've seen him do it in uh, a particular horror movie, um, which I forgot the name of right now. Oh, I just remembered it. It's The Conjuring. Uh, the main actor from that, oh Patrick Wilson. Patrick okay. Wilson, who could definitely play. Look, I'm very smart. I've studied at a level where I am a paleontologist. I understand everything about raptors. But he can have a bit of a cheeky side to play with, like, the kids and things like that. And and definitely be – I can just definitely see him as that character in that outfit as well. He just has that look of – I mean, Ewan Gray is a good choice, but he's also just a bit of a, you know, a pretty boy as well. Like, he's quite a handsome-looking guy. And when so I think, is Alan Grant. Yeah, yeah, but I don't, when I think about that, I don't think of, like, oh, my God, look at that very attractive man. I think, look at that guy who is, you know, a master in his field. Like and and when you think about Patrick Wilson in The Conjuring, he's like a high level, you know, ghost hunter essentially as well, and he's he, you know, he knows all the ins and outs of that. And I could see him knowing all about the raptors, and he's got a very good stern look as well when he like you know looking around and stuff I like that. Also, You've I seen mean, him work in horror as well. Yeah, I can see him also is that in the scene where he's in the car with. Um, Ian Malcolm and he's like are you and Dr. Sattler and he's like yeah like dating I can see him getting defensive because obviously Ian Malcolm is the hunk of the the film mm-hmm. where he's like the rock star um archaeologist or paleontologist or whichever field he's in um yeah you know what dude and I can also see him uh at the end being like uh, uh Mr. Hammond I decide not to endorse your park yeah definitely yeah, I, okay. I like you, McGregor. It's a good choice, but I, I definitely think that Patrick Wilson has a Sam Neill vibe to him. So I, that's what I'm going for. Yeah, and my other choices, honestly, you're right about that. Like, he can't be a, a, a too good looking of a dude, especially because you don't want your Ian Malcolm to be on the same level as your Alan Grant. You want Ian no. Malcolm to obviously be the stud. All right, yeah, I'm giving it to you. Yeah, Patrick Wilson, that works. Great. I'm very happy with that. If we want your choice, I would have been okay with that as well. If I saw you McGregor was playing Alan Grant, I would be like, yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But no, Patrick Wilson cool. makes the most sense there. He really does. All right, let's go on to our next character. Who did you cast for Ellie Sattler? Now, again, I chose someone that is someone who could be smart in their profession, mm-hmm. um, is is kind soul, um, someone that you could see that would definitely want kids, and also someone that you could see running away from raptors as well. Yeah, but also, like, can I just add, uh, still has, like, she's not a damsel in distress at all. She's Not at much, all. She's very not much like, you know, like, I'm going out there. Like, when she goes into the raptor infested. In, she's like, out, she's, no, she, yeah, exactly. She's not a damsel in distress. Okay. And when I think of the opposite of a damsel in distress, even though they're distressed damsels, I think of a little show called Handmaid's Tale and a very strong character from that called Elizabeth Moss, who is the main character from Handmaid's Tale. It's not a bad choice. I'm not convinced yet. I'll go and then we can talk about it. Okay. So my choice, for all the reasons you listed, 
Plus, I can see her working. I can see her working with you and McGregor or Patrick Wilson, to be honest with you, because you well, know, I feel like it's going to be Patrick Wilson because that's been cast. Yeah. So okay. So Patrick Wilson. I can see her working with Patrick Wilson as well. I've seen her in both the parental role. And the like, the sort of protective role. Oh, you mean like Elizabeth Moth in a uh, in uh, uh, But stuff? I've also She's seen her be a, a like a real um, like tough, and I'm not going to take any shit. And certainly, Much be like not. Elizabeth Moth in uh, Amid, so which right, take any I shit. Can I fucking go before you start <laughs> going on and on? <laughs> um, I don't like your choice, so we're definitely going to debate because my choice is Emily Blunt for the role of Ellie Sattler. I'm not into Emily Blunt. She I is just, a perfect Ellie Sattler. I can I, I see her... Like her. She's very forgettable in her performances. Uh, she's a, look, I know you don't like Quiet Place, but she is amazing I in that. Know. And, but she is so good in that, and she holds her own so much as like the caring, endearing, but also like, I'm not going to fucking take this. And the... In, I, you know when, when Ellie Sattler's inside that... Uh, control center and she's like the raptors are there and she's terrified but also she's like hiding but she's running but then she's also you know like she can hold her own that is emily blunt in a quiet place when especially when the creature's inside the house and she's like hiding the bathtub i can see her as ellie sattler i mean she is the perfect ellie sattler in my opinion and she's also she's she's good looking but she's not like a stunning beauty but she's definitely something that would work and she could seem knowledgeable about her role as a paleontologist or um, a botanist or whatever the hell she is. I'm, it's terrible. It's, I haven't. It's tough because everything you're saying, you could just say the same thing about Elizabeth Moss. I don't see Elizabeth Moss as. I don't see her. Be, she's she's a bit too vulnerable for me. She's not vulnerable in Hamish, so she stands the fuck up to those people and doesn't take shit from them most. And of the she time. Ke- and it keeps on going wrong for her <laughs> in that in that show. She is. She's always getting the shit end of the stick, and she's always well, that's quite the funny. show. That's that's not anything to the character. I also really liked her in, even though I didn't like the film, but um, the uh, that new Jason Jordan Peele film. Yeah, I could just see her being like that mum that's like, oh, I really want to have kids. So you know, I, I really yeah, but she's have a right bitch in that as well. She's just like she's having to go to her husband who she hates, and then she turns into a psychopath and like wants to kill people that's not a good example from that film because all right but your own example is a movie that i really didn't like and an actress that i don't rate at all so i i can't get behind emily blunt at all i don't know what we do in this scenario because neither do i i have one other person as a backup which, me too all right we'll have to go into redemption round well we might as well do it now right no go into redemption round because then we'll give it a but break we have no we have no choice of the characters so we might as well hear our other choices if we butt heads. I'm tired of talking about Ellie Sattler. We'll wait for the redemption round. That's why we have it. Okay, we'll go back into redemption round. And we'll do it then. All right? All right. We'll, we'll I move think on. Elizabeth Moss is the bad choice, but why not? Well, I don't. I disagree. So, next character, Ian Malcolm. I've only got one choice, and it's I love Me too. my choice. All right. I, they're probably going to be the same. Uh, if yours isn't mine, you're, then you're an idiot. <laughs> I think I, I kind of feel the same way about you. So, you've got to have the rock star of, like... Uh, uh, i'm just gonna keep on saying archaeology because i don't know what all these fucking professions they have i keep on forgetting but he's a rock star in his profession got that like suave look to him he's got real charisma 
Real smart. He's got can charisma. Rock a pair of shades. Can rock a pair of shades. The black, all, all black, like the shirt that's mm-hmm. unbuttoned. I can also see him uh, in the back of the car being like, must go faster, must go faster as the T-Rex is running. Um, and him just lying, being that like meme that everybody uses uh, at the yep. end when he's yep. injured. Sexy Malcolm. Yeah, also doing with whoever we choose as Eddie Sattler later, the water running down the hand theory, you know, he's like the chaos mm-hmm. theory, and he's like, life can, life uh, finds a way. Uh, my choice is Matthew McConaughey for that role. That's not my choice. No? Oh, my choice is Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. Think of Tony Stark with those big rimmed glasses, which is exactly what he wears, wearing all black being the rock star, but also being incredibly intelligent, which is what Tony Stark is. Being handsome and flirting and hitting on women, and just it, it's the same character, just without an iron suit. Yep, you got that. <laughs> yeah. I can't argue with that. I really thought my choice was perfect. Like Matthew yeah, but McConaughey, he's also just like southern as well, which like is a different but addition to the character. Yeah, but that would be great. I think that adds. Some... Oh, these scientists are too busy thinking. Laugher finds a way. Yeah. <laughs> they never stop to see if they they should. Like, <laughs> I kind of want to stop. You're convincing me. You're convincing me. You are convincing me. With <laughs> Do you believe in chaos theory? No. Because I don't know. Robert Be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> <laughs> These dinosaurs get older, and I stay the same. And Robert age. Robert Downey Jr. has the quirkiness to him, which is the same. You know, like Jeff Goldblum has a quirkiness to him. And, I don't know. He's not. And I can enough. see Downey Robert Downey Jr. Enough. sitting there. You know, with his fucking chest and the shirt open, with his leg hurt, you know and the must go faster, must go faster, and all that type of stuff. Yeah, there's, that works. There's no. I'm sorry, Matthew McConaughey is just like he's sex on. He's sex and heels, though, man. Like, he's, yeah, but I don't see him being like, I. What I'm really interested in is dinosaurs. Like, that's not Tim, and it's too slow speaking. He's, but and he's stuff not like that. like that anymore. Like, seeing no, movies. No, I'm like, sorry, Robert. You can't. Come on, think it. Think Tony Stark. Think Ian Malcolm. Yeah, yeah, They're practically the same person. Yeah, it's a good point. Okay, I'll come back around to it again. And also, you're going to see freaking, uh, what's his name, in like thick rim glasses and stuff? No. I tell you what, Matthew McConaughey can be cast as the cartoon DNA strand where he's like, dinosaurs. Yeah, dinosaurs. <laughs> see, that's perfect casting. Okay, done. Fine. That's fine. Okay, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, you take that. Cool. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Now I'm thinking about it. That definitely works. Um, all right. This was really difficult, and I only had one choice for this character as well, John Hammond. The curator oh, of I have Jurassic a Park. full list, so I have to choose one of them. You go first. You have a full list. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight choices. Wow, okay, so I only have one, and I it's a really fine choice because Richard Attenborough is so good as John Hammond mm-hmm. because he's gotta be first of all, like he's gotta be a lovable cuddly like teddy bear of a man right that's kind of sweet he's like your granddad's yeah or he's santa claus which he was in that miracle 34th yeah. street Sant- i'm i'm leaning on the santa claus thing big but time. also he's gotta be someone that you can see comes from a lot of wealth and is someone that and an adventurous spirit as well. adventurous spirit that's what i'm thinking of i was going to say creative but adventurous spirit totally and someone that you know wants to bring entertainment to the masses like he wants to do something to be remembered by uh so my choice for all of those now in his early career he definitely wasn't the cuddly lovable teddy bear of a man that's because he was younger as he's gotten older and he's gotten 
more kind of situated in his ways. I can totally see Anthony Hopkins being John Hammond. He's on my list. I can so see him being John Hammond where he's like, he pops that champagne. They're like, hey, we were saving that. He's like, for today, I guarantee it's like, I can see him being like, just like, yes, we have a T-Rex. Now he's on my list, but he's at the bottom of the choice of my list. Okay, um, you choose. I have my choice. Uh, I'm leaning heavily on the Santa Claus thing, like big, like cuddly, uh, like lovely, spirited, but especially adventurous as well. A dude that's gonna like be in charge of rounding up a bunch of dinosaurs and like making them so that people can see them, and just being like you know a, a presence that kids would run to right where you see this person like i don't see kids running to anthony hopkins you know mm. uh my choice is brian blessed and i can really see him <laughs> just being you like yes you know i've shaved it for today like you know like they're like champagne like welcome to jurassic park like okay, the way he's saying good. it yeah yeah and it's it's everything like i could just see him being more of the the yeah he's lovable and like spare no expense and yeah, all, but how all tall that is he because he's a pretty tall man like, I like John Hammond being this, like... Oh, the height? I'd never thought about height. Oh, as I don't know, because I like John Hammond being this, like... Look, they made Gandalf triple the size of uh, Frodo, so you can do anything with height. Mm. And Tom Hanks looks like he's six foot, so there you go. I don't know if I, I... Like, I laughed at that. Like, I know what you mean about Welcome to Jurassic Park and stuff. He's just not cuddly and... Are you kidding me? And him, like, shuffling around the, the paleontology site with, like, getting the champagne out and stuff. Be like, are you using this? Oh, especially occasion. Like, make it, like, all doing all that stuff. It'd be really fun. And he's just a big presence, which also is what John Hammond is in that film. He's quite a big presence in that movie. Like, you pay attention to him wherever he goes. And I feel like Anthony Hopkins is a bit more quieter, especially now thinking about Westworld and him being in charge of that. It's more cynical and... and he, oh, actually, that's per- that, that makes my choice even better, that he created no. Westworld. Yeah, but that's that that's a bad thing because it's it doesn't work. And and I'm sorry, Anthony Hopkins will never be able to get out of his head the look of um what's it called? Uh Hannibal Lecter. Like every time you see him, that is him. And when I think Hannibal Lecter, I, I, it's it's poison in my brain. And in Westworld, he is a cynical, cynical man as well. I, if if suddenly in your Jurassic Park movie, Anthony Hopkins like, oh, I also run the uh, thing yeah the evil corporation whatever to be it's fair called. in the novel john hammond is far more of a dick yeah i i know that but i don't think anthony hopkins is a dick i think he's evil there's a difference there well john hammond is kind of twisted like that in the novel but i'm not sold on brian blessed i'm sorry i don't see like he's gonna have a big beard as well i don't like that i don't so like... does john hammond he's got a big bloody beard anthony no. hopkins doesn't have a beard no, but he's got like a, he's just got a, like a beard, like I do. He looks like, like Santa. They're both fucking Santa Claus. They both played Santa. Mm. Anthony Hopkins does not have, like, I, again, my thing for me is John Hammond will open his arms and kids will run to him. Anthony Hopkins would open his arms and then like bits of body parts would fly out of his fucking shirt or something He's like not that. Hannibal Lecter anymore. I know, you but there's no, I, I look at Anthony Hopkins and I don't want to run up to him and give him a hug. He's not cuddly. When you said cuddly. I don't think of that with Anthony Hopkins. That's like the last word you think when you look at that guy's face. I can see, okay, I can see Brian Blessed definitely being like, we have a T-Rex. I can see him oh, doing that. That's, uh, it's just you saying that. All those, every single John Hammond line, you could just see through a Brian Blessed. And I film. can see Brian Blessed when the eggs are hatching and he's just like, Yes, oh, come on, little one. Yes, yes. Put yes. Your foot through All right, yeah, okay. You, I'm you, sorry. You sold me now. You sold me now. I've seen it. And 
I can see him in like the full white like safari outfit that he yeah. wears with the hat and the cane. And he's a real life adventurer as well. This dude climbs mountains and leaps yeah. over leaps and bounds. He is the dude that would find. You should have led uh, with that. Leave with that next time. He yeah. is a dude that finds like a mosquito like you yes. know fossilized. And he's like, I'm going to create dinosaurs. Jurassic Park. I bridge. <laughs> Baba, could you stop snoring, please? Um. All right. Well, let's talk about another snorty, <laughs> lazy plop of a man. Let's cast Dennis Nedry. I have the most choices for Dennis Nedry. Really? Okay. Well, I, uh, should I? I'll go first. Yeah. Um, now, when I was, this is tying into my director because I saw John Favreau as Dennis Nedry, and I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. Because I obviously he needs to be chunky. We know that. Yeah. He also needs to be you know, conniving and have a a spirit where he doesn't really give a fuck what's going on there. All he cares about is money. And I can really see that in John Favreau is just being like a dickhead. Like, just like, I'm going to make as much money off of this site as possible. They don't treat me right. They think I'm some sort of geek. I'm going to get away with it. And yeah, like, even if you look at the movie Chef where like, he's a dickhead in that movie and he, and everything goes right for him and it really shouldn't Mm. because he's, he fucking, he like is an asshole to his wife. He never sees his kid. And all they want to do is give, 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 and he's just a dickhead. Anyway, and I think John Favreau is probably slightly a dick. He's a really nice guy, but he also has a bit of like a, you wouldn't want to be on his bad side because, you know, he'll be a dick. Uh, anyway, that's my choice is John Favreau. Um, not not excited over him being in that role, initial reaction at least. That's fine. Um, I, you need someone that is... Is is definitely I, I agree with what you were saying and being a dick and like they don't appreciate me so I'm just gonna steal and make money but someone that isn't just obviously a, a dickhead like um like John Fam- uh, John Favreau feels more like he has more confidence than Dennis Nedry should like Dennis Nedry oh, that's, that's a very good point that yeah you're right Dennis Nedry doesn't have that confidence or at least he doesn't convey that. And my reason that I chose that is someone that I think would be so perfect. I have but then again, he is confident because he he makes all of the no, he's, like hacking he's stuff. Sne- he's sneaky. He's he's confident in what he does, but he's not confident in confrontations. And he definitely was someone that was bullied as a kid. Like, let's face it, I just don't see him yeah. being. Yeah, no, see- he's confident because when he's like, I'm going to go to the penny machine. Yeah, exactly. He's like, I've had a lot of sweets and I want something salty, and anybody wants salty snacks. I can see Jack Black doing all of that. That's a terrible choice. Are you kidding me? I can see Jack Black being like, Dodson, we've got Dodson. He's like, see, nobody cares. Like, I can see Jack Black. Like, Oh, about- no. Oh, no. my God. Look, I love Jack Black. I love him to bits, but not as Dennis Nedry. Oh, it I just- can totally see him as Dennis Nedry. It would go, he'd go too far. Like, as you, he's not as, it's not a serious, like, I, I can't can take see him see. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, this guy, I can't remember the actor's name, but the guy who played Dennis Nedry was known from Seinfeld for not being taken seriously. He was Newman in Seinfeld. I know that. I know that. But the thing is, is that when he played a serious role, he did a lot better job. And when Jack, Jack Black, Black done, plays a serious role, it's not that great. It is, actually. He's done really good stuff. And like, what we were talking about... He King- wasn't good in the King Kong. Yeah, we were talking about King Kong. He wasn't great in that. Um, <laughs> gloss over that one. But I will say that... I can also see him, like, seeing the dinosaur and being like, nice dinosaur. Yeah, he'd be like, wow, it's a dino. No, no, you're thinking way... It's a dinosaur, yeah. You're thinking Tenacious D, and he wouldn't do that. And I can see him being like, uh, nice dinosaur. And he's like, oh, no wonder you're extinct. When he's like, get the stick, stupid. Get the stick. And I can see him getting sprayed in the face with that black gunk and be like, wow, 
can. Like, yeah, he can full Jack Black there. That works for Dennis Nedry in that moment. I can see him like screaming and be like, oh my God, as it's like in his face. I think that would be so good. I completely disagree. Redemption round. We're going to have to go into redemption round. Put that in redemption as well. All right, so Ellie Sattler and Dennis Nedry, redemption round. Okay. Um, Now, next is Muldoon, who I have to say... I have one choice. I have have two, but I've definitely got one that's... And I think my choice is something that... I'm going to argue... You'll you'll like, but you haven't thought... I'm, I'm going to argue the shit out of you. Because you go first. Go ahead. All right. So Muldoon, upon viewing Jurassic Park again recently, is my favorite character in the whole film. Oh, yeah. I love him being this, like, no-nonsense, British, raptor, like, basically wrangler, right? Like, he's like, I've hunted, and I've gotten this, and I've gotten that, and he's just in charge of the most dangerous animals on that island, and he knows... He he thinks he's smarter than at least because he's hunted all the you know the greatest animals and I love when he's tracking the raptors and he just he's trying to think ten steps ahead of them and they actually outsmart him at the end but he's just there's just something about Muldoon that I'm like you're just such a badass like I'm like you are so cool um, basically uh, he's like Chris Pratt's character is like the American like dumbed down version of Muldoon in yeah but I mean I wouldn't say he's Badass is a weird term when you think of like a posh, like English. Yeah, but he's. Monster. I just. I, I don't know. There's something about him where I'm just like, you don't fuck with that guy, right? Like that's what it is. You don't mess with him at all, and you don't argue with him over stuff that he clearly knows more than you do about. Like, you know, when they first. And also, when shit goes down, he's the first person you're going to be like, help. Yeah, and he's got the shotgun, and he's like, I think this was Gennaro when they find body parts and all that. So, okay, my choice is someone that I can just totally see in this role, immersing, doing all the things I've just listed, is Jason Isaacs. Now, Jason Isaacs is... Um, he is Malfoy's dad in the Harry Potter series. Like, where he's just like... Okay. Funny enough, I might be at a comic convention with him soon. Oh, really? And he's like... Yeah. Where he's just like, what are you talking about? You know, about? he lives like... 10 minutes down the road from me no way really yeah i just love him like in that role can be, you know how in like harry potter he's like what are you talking about potter when he's like he's like, things he said is like he's it's almost like spitting out i can also see him like because he's done other roles like he was the bad guy in that movie the patriot with mel gibson and it's not as great of a film that was he was so bad in that movie as like a villain like bad in a good way like he was just such a baddie in that film and he was he i he has that like up upper scale british like i'm you know i'm i'm better than you are but also i can see him doing like shoot her shoot her and also like he's like they remember i can see him doing all of that shit and clever girl at the end like i think he is the perfect choice so let's go to battle who did you choose mine's not that choice <laughs> yeah it's not a bad choice it's fine it's an okay choice. Oh my god, you're crazy! It's the best now, choice. One thing you were leaning on in your argument was you were talking about villain for some reason. <coughs> Excuse me, and I, I agree on that point. You need someone that is kind of almost villainous, but you also need the poshness and the Britishness, and the guy that is going to hunt some fucking raptors, which is completely baffling. But this guy will actually do it, um, and it's also the voice. That guy has an incredible voice. That actor. So oh, sorry, I'm. <laughs> I'm so, choking. So does Jason Isaacs, but that's okay. 
Um, and that's why my choice is David Thewlis, who is another actor that is in the Harry Potter movies, but he plays Lupin. But he's been incredible on a little show called Fargo Season 3, where he plays a fucking evil, like, fucking vicious person with a posh British accent, even though he's actually Cockney in there, but that doesn't matter. Yes, he is. But if you think of his voice in a little show called Big Mouth, where he plays the uh, puberty uh, demon... It's 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 the voice. It's it's you you hear him in Big Mouth when he's saying like hello. There. But I think Jason Isaacs has just as Clever much as Jason. Yeah. yeah, but also the Malfoy's dad comes off a bit cheesy in, in my opinion. Like, no, but yeah, and then not, like, once again, look at him in the Patriot or look at him in the other roles he's been in, where he is just like his voice cuts through the scenes just like Muldoon's does. Like you're listening to him, and also the he actor. Has a pres- I don't think that your actor has a presence though. Like you're right, that actor in Jurassic Park, like he's quite memorable. But Malfoy's dad really isn't the most memorable. Oh, he's way more memorable than your choice. But when you think of season three of Fargo, he you just get so excited to see that character on screen and what he's going to do next. Yeah, like, but he's just, just he's Cockney. He's a brilliant actor. No, I don't. I don't see. It. I don't see him. Like I see Jason Isaacs. I see Jason Isaacs wearing that like safari, like the cut of shorts, that safari outfit. I see him being that seasoned hunter. I mean, so do I with with my character as well. Well, I don't know what to tell you, but because I I, I I I cannot tell you how much Jason Isaacs even looks like the Muldoon. He like I can I see think him. David Thewlis looks like him. As I, well. I don't see David Thewlis looking up and going clever girl like I see Jason Isaacs. I see Jason Isaacs where he's like go run when he's telling Ellie I see, to I run. see all of it but for the sake of I'll let you just have it because I don't they're, they're both fine choices I think David Fulis is a better choice but I'll just let you have I it I can see Jason Isaacs with that shotgun and he's just like it's hunting through that. and he's like slowly pulling that shotgun uh, yeah because when I think David Fulis it reminds me of it reminds me of the first Jumanji movie and the hunter in that do you remember him? Yeah, but so does Jason Isaacs. That's who I base mine off of as well, because he is that posh hunter where... And I looked up that actor, and he's too old, because I was like, is that he's guy going to... He plays the butler in Richie Rich, doesn't he? He does, yeah. He's too old, because he would be a great Muldoon. But yeah, it doesn't work. Um, yeah, Jason Isaacs, I mean, like, let me just... I, I just There was another film where I was like, I think... I'm surprised you're not, you're not into David Thewlis. I think he's incredible. No, I, 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 I think... He's just, he is memorable as Malfoy's dad, and he's just such a proper, like, memorable villain. Oh my god, I kind of also just saw somebody else that would be a great choice. Oh my god, can I change my answer? I, I mean, look, I'm just showing you a picture of Dave Phillips here. Remove his hair, he looks exactly like the fucking Hunter from Mate, Jurassic Park. And I could show you the same thing with Jason Isaacs. That is the Hunter from Jurassic Park. Yeah, all right, I'll give that to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he looks just like him, doesn't he? He almost looks a bit like Timothy Dalton. He does look like T. Dalt. Um, yeah, he's also Captain Hook and Peter Pan, like Jason Isaacs was. And he's just Which like Peter, Peter Pan? Pan. It was a Peter Pan that came out in 2003. It was a live-action thing. It's when like everyone was doing a Peter Pan movie because no one owned the rights to it. So like anyone can make a Peter Pan film. Right. Um. So Jason Isaacs was my first choice. Um, my backup choice, which I said, can I change my answer? But I, I don't know if I should tell you or not because you may uh, be convinced. But do you know who also would make an amazing Muldoon? Yeah. Is um, Charles Dance. He's a bit too old, which is a shame. But he plays 
the bad guy in Last Action Hero with the one eye, like the yeah, that was my first initial thought. But he's too old. He's too old, isn't he? But he would be great. That was my. That was who yeah. I originally. thought I can of. see him be like they remember. Like I don't. I can't do a good jazz dance. But all right, <laughs> Mary. Damn. Okay, Jason Isaacs. All right, lockdown. Okay. Next, let's just do the kids in one go. Yeah, Tim and Lex. Oh, do you know what? Like, just you can win. Like, I don't care about the kids. I have two choices, but I just. I also feel uncomfortable like searching child acting. No, I it's did just too. so bizarre. Is I it... even do an incognito, and I don't know if that's better. Or <laughs> that's worse. <laughs> that's so much worse. It's just so uncomfortable. Like, all right, I know the okay. only people that look it up are people that do stuff like us, like casting. Well, we're not casting fucking tricks, but you know, yeah. podcast and fucking pedophiles. So, just <laughs> my choice for which Tim one are you? <laughs> my choice for Tim is Noah Schnapp. And I, that, I don't even know who that is. I just wrote his name down. Who's Noah Schnapp? I think he's a famous child actor. Noah Schnapp. I chose Jacob Tremblay from The Room, and he looks just like Tim. Um, oh, Noah Schnapp is from Stranger Things. He's the uh, one that goes between both the upside Will, down. Will, right? Will, yeah. He's a yeah. bit He's a bit too old now. That's fine. You win. I don't really care about these characters. Yeah, no, he's from, um, my one's from The Room, and he was very good, and he's about the same age. Uh, who's your Oh, next? wait, hang on. Uh, wait, I think I did care about my next one. Yeah, I cared about my next one, too. I think I, your choice as well for the boy is what my wife chose as well. What, Jacob Tremblay? Did you choose Jacob Tremblay as the kid? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she did. Yeah, look at him. That's Tim. <clears throat> she. That's yeah. who she chose. Yeah, cool. So we're, cho- we're choosing Jacob Tremblay as Tim, yeah? Yeah. Okay, what about Lex? Uh, now, I did like my choice for this um, because it's a girl entering into her teenage years mm-hmm. and you can see her being you know, scared but also a bit goofy. And one of my favorite child actors, one of my favorite shows, Mad Men, it's Kieran Shipka who plays uh, Don Draper's daughter. Okay, not a bad choice. Um, I can see that. My choice... Sal- Sally Draper. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty good, decent choice. My choice for all the reasons you selected, and you actually get to see that in this movie, and it's a horror film, but it's also a Stephen King novel, so it's got a level of fantasy to it, is Sophia Lillis in It. She is um, in the first It movie as the girl that's part yeah, of it. Yeah, it's a better choice. Go with that. Yeah. <laughs> she definitely, I can see her being like the, uh, I'm a vegetarian. It's a metric system. Yeah, yeah. I'm a hacker. Thank you very much. And I can see her be like, are those veggie, veggie sauruses? Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, who did you choose as Gennaro, the lawyer? I had a lot of choices all over the place. I had a lot of choices for Gennaro <laughs> as well, because it's kind of like that sleazy, bald like car salesman type lawyer you know what i mean where he's just yeah. like we'll have a coupon day like i can see it so yeah okay who did you i chose in the end i chose what i consider to be the sleaziest well, an actor who plays a sleazy role really well and it's quite and the problem is, is i think he might be a bit too big for this role that's the problem because he's he's a fantastic actor well, you can my choice my choice is Sam Rockwell because I think he can play that that guy really well. That's just like we're going to make a fucking killing up of this, oh, and looking at the dinosaurs and being really sleazy and and like also being eaten by a T Rex off of the shitter and running away from it. Like he he's he plays a bit of that sleaziness in Iron Man too, but um, he's also that that sleaziness in um, what's that old movie called Matchstick Men as well. I just mm. I just he's he just seems like the guy that would say like we're going to make so much money from this. Oh, you, you were already pretty much convinced me. My choice was uh, David Cross from uh, Arrested Development. You know, he's the one with the mustache that, like, um, 
he's a never nude like he can't show with yeah i can totally see him being like we're gonna make so much money and i can see him yeah i like your choice better though sam rockwell has like that actually brings that role even more and i can see sam rockwell on the toilet being scared of the t-rex that was a very good point more but i can see david cross doing the same thing yeah but i feel like it'd be hilarious if it was david (laughs) yeah yeah is he blue as well Oh. <laughs> um all right yeah you, I, i'll give that to you definitely um that's really cool um all right our last choice for this casting is sam jackson's character who is arnold who did you cast now i chose someone that uh one looks like samuel jackson two has the same attitude as him but he's way younger and more fitting for the role and someone that i feel like hollywood is not giving enough chance to uh and that is bukim woodbine who is in Fargo season two, an absolutely amazing character in that. He plays um, the guy who's sort of, he works like for, in an office, but he's a criminal. It's like an organized criminal in an office. Oh my God. He's also in Spider-Man as the shocker as well. <clears throat> yes, he is. He's in Spider-Man I just think, I, And he was amazing in Fargo season two. And I don't know what, what's happened. Oh, like, he was, in, he was in one of my favorite films of all the time. He was in The Rock as one of the military. Yes, he was. Yeah, one I just of the Marines. See him, I can see him. He looks like Sam Jackson, right? Like, he's got that attitude. Yes. I can see him with a cigarette hanging out of his mouth going, hold on to your butts and yeah. all that type of stuff. Um, yeah, that's my choice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. I'm on board with yours 100%. My choice, was, my choice was Anthony Mackie, but your choice wins. Okay. I could see Anthony Mackie with, like, the cigarettes and stuff and be like, come on! I hate this hacker crap, but I can. Yeah, but I don't think people want to see uh, uh, Falcon's arm being ripped off, do they? (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Yeah, I totally see your choice working in that role. All right, so we've got a movie. We just have two characters that we need to cast. Let's go back to Ellie Sattler. Okay. You didn't like Emily Blunt. No, I mean I've been thinking about it, and she'd be fine. I think she's better than your Handmaid's Tale. I really do. I don't see... I see Emily Blunt also when that Triceratops is sick and her, like, getting yeah, on the long gloves. And, that as well, but yeah, but I can who see... Who is her. your second choice, anyway? My second choice, I think, is too sexy for the role. Uh, was, that's that's my... my thought as well which is terrible to say it's like i just yeah but you need more of a top you need a top boy judging people's looks here at all no it's the it's the roles that they've taken on right in movies yes and you need a bit of a tomboy for ellie sattler because she is a bit of a tomboy yeah um and i my second choice who i think would do a which good is, job which is great for elizabeth moss since she hung out in Mad Men with all the boys and, and became same, a copywriter yeah but it's the same with emily blunt <laughs> like she's 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 in loads of loads of like action movies you don't like my choice my wife is shaking her head no i disagree i think emily blunt tell her tell her what do you think of emily blunt in that role what do you think of emily blunt as that choice no she hates that really yeah my other choice was jennifer lawrence that is my other choice as well so we might as well just go with that right if we both had the same second choice because i can see jennifer lawrence also like in that role where she's just, like running. I chose Jennifer Lawrence as my second choice because she has the added she's really shaking head now my wife for some reason does not like Jennifer Lawrence I don't know why I think she's great I think but, she's um, great I think she has the same attitude as mm-hmm. Ellie Sattler Jennifer Lawrence and I could see her doing all that stuff and I could see her running away from the Raptors yeah let's go with Jennifer Lawrence yeah I agree I think, and also think about her role as Mystique in X-Men and like she does such a good job <laughs> as that character and like really brings that character around to a different level than and I could see her being married before. to Patrick Wilson as well we're not married but in kids. a relationship with him and wanting kids right. and he doesn't and then yeah and being swooned by robert downey jr yeah okay all right we got it jennifer lawrence okay now 
Dennis Nedry. This is tough. Also, we didn't even mention with Dennis Nedry, you have to have that person that can go, ah, 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 you didn't say the magic word. Uh, yeah, uh, you're uh, right. John Favreau is not right for that. I agree. No. Uh, but I, Jack Black, I think, would just make it. Um, it would be it's too Jack Black, and all you'd see is Jack Black. Jack Black is a super like superstar. Like okay, he he would ruin any depiction of a character. I've got, oh, I've got. I so, have a choice. I have a choice that I'm gonna. I have make. so many good choices. I have th- out of all my choices, I, I'm looking at two, three, but I can't. I can only say one. I know I can only say one. Um, same here. I'm I'm in the same similar boat. So. Do you want me to go, or do you want to go? Yeah, go. All right. Well, the problem is, is I think my actor that I've my second choice is someone that you don't really know, but is a famous actor who plays uh, a character on uh, a popular show called Modern Family. He plays one of the gay uncles, and his name is Eric Stone Street. Maybe you might remember him from his tiny bit role in season one of American Horror Story. He's a guy that is in the bathroom. I think he's afraid of pigs or something, and he goes into the bathroom. And he opens the shower curtain. There's like a severed pig head or something in there, right. something like that, or a pig monster. He was in the movie Almost Famous as well. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's really cheeky and he's, uh, uh, apparently witty. Anyone, I mean, I've never seen The Secret Life of Pets, but he's in one and two as a character named Duke. Yeah, I think he plays the dog, the yeah. big fluffy dog. Um, he's just he's very sneaky. Um, and like you, I can just see him going doing uh, 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 because he's really cheeky in um, what's it called? Uh, Modern Family. And I just think I could see him with the glasses as well, being spit in the face by the dinosaur. He, I could even see it like looking around and doing the clapping at the table when when the guy like brings him like shows him the canister. I could see him going like ah, like really excited about that and stuff. I think he's a really good choice for that role. Okay, um, I don't know him that well. I'll take your word for part of it, but I'm going to... Fuck, this is so difficult. I've got so many choices, but I'm going to do it. All right, I'm going to choose one. My choice is Nick Frost. From... No, that's that's what... Uh, that's awful. awful. Why is that choice. awful? I just think it's so... I can see just... him doing that. He's uh-uh. too... He's too hilarious like that's, that's the problem that's nedry i'm sorry like there's a level of comedy to nedry that he brings to this film nick he Frost is. doing a serious role is just it's, it's not, not that serious of a role you may keep on sounding like it's like the most serious role of the film it's not it's the most comedic role yeah but the, you, the problem is you know it, 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 he doesn't make you laugh out it's not he's not there for comedic effect yeah but i, I can't see nick frost being this big other he's like one of the nicest guys in the world Oh, have I've you seen any chose... role where he's played a sleazebag? I he's always chose... plays oh, all right, you know what? cuddly no, character. I'll give it to you. I don't even know your choice, but I have so many choices. I may have chose the wrong person. I'll give you your choice, okay? I'm I, not, I I'm... think if you actually knew who the guy was, you'd go, that's that's really good. All right. Can I tell you now all my Dennis Nedry choices? Because you may, you may hear one and go, actually, that's better, bud. But it's too late. That's, We're locked in. That's, well, that's that's rede- like you can still go into more redemption on that because I won Maybe. that round. So we're on the redemption round now. So do you want to start there or do you want to go back to the top? Because I've got a bunch of choices of other people that I'd like to talk about as well. All right, let's go back. Okay, so 
we've got our movie locked down, yeah? Is it locked in? Yeah. We, we got all our choices. Cast For the most part, but again, Redemption Round is a time when we listen to our other choices and we might go, do you know what? That's actually a better choice. And okay. All right. So let's just talk about our film for a second then, as we always do, yeah? We've got our new Jurassic Park in the modern day where we've got Patrick Wilson as Alan Grant, which I think is a great choice. We've got... Oh, first of all, we got Peter Jackson directing this bad boy, which is mm-hmm. dope. Alan Silvestri doing the music, which is epic. Mm-hmm. So we've got Patrick Wilson, Alan Grant. We've got Jennifer Lawrence as Ellie Sattler. Yeah, I like that choice now. I'm thinking about it more and more. Yeah, I can I see her on great. the poster. I, really, I don't know what my wife has against her, but I think yeah. everything I see her in, I really like And her. I can see her in that like pink button-up shirt she's wearing yeah. and like, the khaki and just, shorts. I, the thing for me the most is I can see her running and fighting those raptors. Like, yes, and she and she's just like, trying to save the kids and everything. And I can see her screaming as well. And she's like, "Mr. Hammond, well, I think we're back online." Like when she and yeah. then just screaming because the rats and then being with the him. hunter as well in the in the woods. Yes, yeah. which is Jason Isaacs. Goddamn right. All right, so um, we've got Ian Malcolm, who is Robert Downey Jr. That is a very good choice. Now I'm thinking about it more. Like, the, I didn't yeah. think he was sexy enough, but he's got such charisma. As Are you Tony kidding Stark. me? He is basically Tony Stark, isn't it? You're right. It really yeah. is with the glasses. My other I had two other choices for that. One, which you've already said already, was Anthony Mackie. I thought he'd play a pretty good version of that character yeah. in Malcolm. Um, because he's got that – especially if you see Anthony Mackie behind scenes on the Avengers set, he's very witty and, like, charming. And and I also really liked him in um, – what's it called? Black Mirror as well. I could see him with the glasses and the black uh, uh, shirts and the, uh, you know, the black get-up. Yeah. I just think – All right, we'll get into your other choices later because I want to go through the film first. Cause oh, sorry, sorry. I thought we were going through choices. No, no, no. We so uh, I'm, just, I'm just summing up our, our, whole, our whole film first. Um, all right, so next, John Hammond. You've got Brian Blessed, which I'm liking. More oh, thinking about it. I definitely yeah. like the Come Santa. On, little raptor, come yeah, yeah, yeah. It's perfect. Uh, Dennis Nedry. What was your actor's name? I'm like, I'm not mad. Eric Stone Street. Okay, Eric Stone Street. Muldoon, Jason Isaacs. Loving that. Um, Tim. Tim. We've got Jacob Tremlay. Uh, Lex. We've got Sophia Lillis. Uh, Gennaro. We've got um, Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. And uh, Arnold, we've got, what was your... Bukim uh, Woodbine. Bukim Woodbine. Yeah, great fucking film, man. I would definitely go see that in a heartbeat. And I would be so excited to see what Peter Jackson especially does with the dinosaurs and all that shit. Now, I think Robert Downey Jr. would steal a lot of the show as well. Yeah. Just I, much like Ian Malcolm did. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, so did you have any other director choices or did you only have one? Mine was John Favreau, and I only chose it because I chose it as Dennis Nedry, and I regret all of that. Yeah, so, um, so the one that was falling just behind Peter Jackson was Guillermo del Toro for me, because he does amazing practical Guillermo del Toro, I need to see with, his shape of water. It's brilliant, and also that's pra- like a lot of that is practical as He's well. He's very hit or miss to me, though, but I guess Peter Jackson is as well when you think about exactly. it. Exactly, so. and that movie um, that Guillermo did uh, with... Like the horror elements. Oh my god, I can't remember it now, but it doesn't really matter. Um, so yeah, I didn't have any other composer choices, did you? No, just Alan Silvestri. All right, so Alan and Alan Grant. Did you have any other choices besides? Yeah, Patrick I Wilson? started out for some reason with Leonardo DiCaprio. I don't know why, and I don't know what direction I was going with that. <laughs> it's not bad. <laughs> I think it's too. He's too big for that role, and also he's a good-looking dude. You know what I mean? You don't want someone that's going to overshadow your Ian Malcolm, which Leo was... would completely overshadow. It. So yeah. Yeah, I pushed that away. And then for some reason, I have here written down, I didn't remember writing this, but I wrote Sebastian Stan for some reason, who I think is a bit too young for the role. Too young, but, uh, too young. 
but um, yeah, that was that's there. But then yeah, Patrick Wilson after that. So. Yeah, Patrick Wilson was a very good choice. So I obviously said you and McGregor, which also we agreed was not a bad choice at all. Not as good as Patrick Wilson. Um, I also chose, and they're too good looking, but I think they both would have equally done well. I chose Daniel Craig. I thought Daniel Craig would have been a pretty damn good Alan Grant. No, I, I see him more as the hunter. Ah, maybe. I could, but I can see him like messing with the kid with the raptor claw, and he's just like, they'll come at you from both sides. I, I can see him doing that, and I can see him being... I can't. Uh, and also John Hamm, I chose as well. Who's, <laughs> That's not a terrible choice. not a terrible choice. way too handsome as well. Exactly. I could see Daniel Craig also like taking off the, the sunglasses and shock at the long neck dinosaur. So I was seeing him in scenes, which is why I left oh, With his there. pouty little mouth, he's like... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. All right, we, we've gone over our choices for Ellie Settler. You didn't have any other ones. You only had two, right? I had, I had Elizabeth Moss and... Oh, for some reason, I struggle saying her name. Elizabeth, Elizabeth Moss. Mo- I keep saying moths instead Moth. of moths. Um... Ian Malcolm, we only had one choice each, right? You didn't have anybody else. No, I had Anthony Mackie, as I was saying before. Oh, yes. And I also had Ty Burrell, who's also in Modern Family. Um, he's the main father in that. But also, he you would know him from the remake of Dawn of the Dead. He's the guy that has the boat, and he's a dickhead. But he's, oh. never, he's never played a dickhead role besides that role. Yeah, I just I don't see him as... No, you, you, you nailed it. With Again, me. if you watch Modern Family, a lot of the stuff will make more sense. For so time. I only had one choice for John Hammond, Anthony Hopkins. What about you? I've got a list here. All right, go through the list. Okay, at the top of my list, I have John Lithgow. Who That's plays, not a bad choice. Who plays, who plays Churchill and, and also that oh, murderer. Trinity Killer? Yep. In Dexter? Yeah. I get to see him, like, you know, being like that. <laughs> but he's too much of a creep. Like, he's not... Yeah. He's not yeah. <laughs> too much of a creep. He is. <clears throat> then I have Brian, Brian Blessed. I have um, Jim Broadbent. Do you know who that is? Very Father Christmas-like figure as well. It always reminded me of our grandfather a little bit, actually. He's um, he's oh, in... Know. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's in Only Fools and Horses for as a crooked cop... Um, he was in that uh, that crisp English Christmas movie. That's terrible. The the uh, it's like CGI looking one. He plays Father Christmas. That he's in loads of stuff. Right. Um, do you know who I'm talking about? I do know who you're talking about. Yeah, I'm looking him up right now just to confirm. Yeah, I know. That's not a bad choice, actually, dude. Yeah, a, I, yeah. Uh, my other choice, which is kind of more of a jo- joke choice, I guess, was Patrick Stewart. No, save the joke choices for the uh, joke round. Oh, we got a joke round. Remember? I thought we were just going through our choices. You're making this so confusing. No, we do. We do a redemption round. Then we do other choices. And then we do a funny round. Come on. How All many right. times have we done this? Well, right? Patrick Stewart, I thought would be, would be bad. Uh, I also have Jared Harris, who is, uh, I'm just going to get my step ladder from, he's, that's um, not a bad choice either, but he's not old enough. I don't think. No, but, um, right. He was going to be my choice. Um, all right, I'll save my other joke choice then. I had Anthony Hopkins as well, but I also had Tom Hanks at the bottom of that list. I seem to be putting Tom Hanks on like nearly, besides Mortal Kombat, yeah. Tom Hanks has made it like, on all of my list. I think, you know what, as we were saying, I'll watch anything Tom Hanks is in. That's always going to be a good movie. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, oh my God, hang on. The, I'm just looking at, yeah, I'm making sure I had all my joke choices lined up. Um, okay, cool. So we'll go on to next one then. Is that your whole list for John Hammond? Besides your joke choices? Yeah. Okay. Dennis Nedry. Now I have a lot. Can go I go? F- I'll go first. So I said Jack Black already. And I said Nick Frost, which we both rejected. 
I said you said that so sadly, which we both rejected. <laughs> uh, I said Jeff Garland, who is uh, the manager in Kobe Enthusiasm, to Larry David. Um, too old. Too old. I thought that. That's why he wasn't. He didn't make the cut. But he would have been back in. The, he like a couple, ten, fifteen years. Too much ago. of a doofus as well, you know. That's what their tree is. He's like, yeah, but he's clumsy. also a pro. He hacked a whole park system. He's yeah. not an idiot. Uh, Danny McBride, I chose. Who's <laughs> that? Should be a joke choice. <laughs> I guess it should be. I just hacked your whole system. <laughs> but I can see him. Bitch. And then, do you know who would have been perfect, but unfortunately isn't fat enough anymore? Kevin Smith would have been perfect in that role. Kevin Smith would have been good, yeah. Yeah, Kevin Smith would have been really good, but he's too skinny now. He doesn't work as Dennis Nedry. You have to have Dennis Nedry be fat because that's yeah. that's part of his gluttonous greed, right? Like, he's greedy. He wants to steal from Jurassic Park. And also, he's a greedy person in general. He, like, eats too much. So, um, um, And then finally, Zach Galifianakis. No. Again, like, you're going way too far on the comedy side of stuff. All right. Um, I have here – I don't know why I wrote this down. I guess I was going for a younger Nedry. Which makes sense as like a hacker and stuff. I have Jacob Backland who plays uh, Spider-Man's best friend in the new Spider-Man movies. It's uh, way too young. I know, but I was going. I was if I was going to go for him, I would have gone for a younger view. I also have Jonah Hill, but I thought his star power was too strong for that role. And, too too strong, yeah. Um, and uh, oh, I have a joke choice, which I'll save for later. Then okay. Um, Muldoon, beside Jason Isaacs. I had me. I had Mark Strong. Yeah, Mark Strong is like typecast in all these type of roles, right? Yeah, exactly. And he's got a but great now, voice. You know what? As we were saying, uh, Timothy Dalton. I think Timothy Dalton would be a good choice for that as well. He would be. They remember. <laughs> oh, that'd be brilliant. <laughs> um, yeah, sausage. Uh, yeah, exactly. Put a bit of Welsh up in in Muldoon. That'd be great. Um, I had no one extra for the kids because we don't want to spend too much time looking up different actors and kids, and my choices were were definitely good. Right, Gennaro, uh, besides David Cross, I had Stanley Tucci. Do you know who Stanley exactly. Tucci is? Um, I knew you asked that. Let me look him up quickly. He's You recognize him instantly. He's been in tons of shit. Um, he's this guy here. Do you know him? Gennaro? Yeah, know him. He so, plays the uh, guy who... Gives Captain America the Super Soldier Serum. Oh, of course he does. Yeah, he he's the creator of that. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's uh, not a bad choice, to be honest. No, it's pretty good, right? But does it beat Sam Rockwell in that role? No, Sam Rockwell yeah. is, is, is... We're going to make a lot shit lot of money. Yeah, so there was that. Uh, there was Paul Giamatti, I chose. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a bad choice. No, and then also I chose uh, another one from Arrested Development, which is Tony Hale. and He's the um, brother who loses his hand and has the hook hand. <laughs> That's not a bad choice as well. Right, for honest. that lawyer. They all could have been sleazy, and they all could have been like, we're going to make a ton of money. Um, but th- those are all my choices. Um, hang on, I need to look at my... One of my choices was Joseph Fiennes, who's... I know it went full handmade style on this episode, but he plays the commander and uh, who's Ralph Fiennes' brother. Oh, he'd be pretty good in, as Gennaro as well. But um, he seems not... I, I just can't just, seem to be... Sam Rockwell I, has this, like, cheesy smile that it's like... Yeah, you could definitely I just can't that. see uh, Joseph Fiennes being eaten on a shitter, though. That's what stopped me from it. Yeah, I agree. Um, and again, because I did, I was talking about this as well. This, if you've noticed, most of my casting choices are from three big things from this, which is Fargo, 
uh, Mad Men and uh, Handmaid's Tale. Like, yeah, yeah. They, for some reason, with this movie, I was like, "What are things I enjoy? I enjoy these things. Let's have a look." Oh, they've been pretty but good. But you've got to think about this film and the star power that it needs to have, being Jurassic Park as yeah, well. Yeah, but like, they weren't huge stars that were in Jurassic Park. That's fair. why I went for nobodies because fair, fair. I wanted well, not nobodies, but I mean, I went for lower people because you don't want someone like Jack Black to come in there mm-hmm. because then it becomes a whole different thing. It's like you know, uh, like Mortal Kombat was different. We could have Dwayne the Rock Johnson as fucking Jack. It's Mortal Kombat, but yeah, yeah, yeah. this is this is different. Uh, so that's why another choice I had was Vincent Carthizer, who plays um, not Great Bob in Mad Men. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah. What's his name? What's the character's name? Uh, I can't remember. Pete I always thought he would make a great Riddler. Pete Campbell. Pete Campbell, yeah. I think he would Because make... he's very sleazy and yeah. like and stuff like that. And then I have another name down here. That, let me just Google quickly because I don't know who it is and I don't know if this is a joke choice. Oh, no, it's another guy from Mad Men. Harry Hamlin, who plays uh, this character in Mad Men, who I absolutely hate. Oh, right. Uh, what's his name? Apparently he was in clash of the titans but um he's the guy that comes in after they buy uh or the companies merge and he's like watching like people have sex like through a wall anyway he's he he basically gets don draper fired and everyone hates him that was just another choice because i was like that's that's the type of dude and he and in the company all he cared about was making money as well so that's that's why i chose him um and then uh I, i won't say my joke choice obviously all right, um, so that's that's the uh, the other choices. So let's go on to our joke choices now. Um, I have one other choice for Sam Jackson's character, which was Idris Elba, but then I chucked it away. That wouldn't have been bad, but yeah, too much of a badass. Not like, yeah, not not the right part of that. Um, okay, so I have a few joke choices. I don't have one for everybody. I don't know if you do, but I have a few joke choices. So I have a joke choice for Alan Grant, which is yeah. John, John C. Riley. <laughs> okay he would be so good and can i just say that's married to ian malcolm who would be played by will ferrell so you've got like God. alan grant just being like uh don't move if you move <laughs> you know what i mean like their vision's based on movement <laughs> that's not too bad of an impersonation and then will ferrell just ian malcolm being like it's chaos theory <laughs> like, i just see him going totally different with it in a glass <laughs> in case of Uh, he's like all the females uh, all the dinosaurs are females oh my god sounds hot yeah (laughs) so those are my finds a way bro finds a way uh and then i have one more joke choice which is for um john hammond and i chose woody allen where he's just like welcome to jurassic park (laughs) like i I can just I just can see Woody Allen. They're all female, like my wife, who is my child. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, uh, who are your joke choices? My wife just looked over me like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I talking about Woody Allen. Um, okay, my joke choices are, let me scroll down here. Um, uh, for John Hammond, I have Michael Caine. Oh, my God. This is Jurassic Park. He's my bloody park. Oh, my God. And he's just like, yeah, we got a T-Rex. Spare no expense. <laughs> We've got a T-Rex. Yeah. I did you not, it's like, he goes, did you not shut the bloody gate? <laughs> <laughs> and I found a, a, a fossilised mosquito the size of a tangerine. <laughs> <laughs> so that was one of my jokes choices there. Um, who else do I have here? Oh, Dennis Nedry, I have Jerry from Parks and Recreation. 
actually really like that choice. I really like the comedic aspect to my choices with that. That's great. Oh my god. Yeah, and also he never gets his like his dues, and he feels like he's not. Um, you know, he puts in a lot of work, and he's not getting his credit. Yeah, he's not a sleaze bag though. No, but no, it's no, very, Jerry, it's very funny. Yeah, that's very funny. Um, I also have for the lawyer. I had the lawyer who is Charlie's cousin in uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. We're lawyers <laughs> with the big hands. Oh, my God, he's perfect. It's not a bad choice, it's right? It's not a bad choice. Yeah, he plays a sleazy lawyer that's like, and I can see him on the toilet. Can yeah. you imagine if he had the giant hands during the whole film as well? Like, he's on the toilet. <laughs> trying to wipe his ass <laughs> in the toilet with the giant hands. <laughs> or when he's wiping, yeah, exactly, when he's well, wiping I the... I nearly chose him because I could see him standing on that floating thing at the, at beginning, the beginning of the movie. Yeah. And he floats in. Oh my god, that's it's not a, a bad choice. It's not a bad choice. Those could flip flop. We're lawyers. We're um, lawyers. <laughs> and then my Arnold Schwarzenegger. I mean Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Sam Jackson character was Dave Chappelle, motherfucker. We gotta get these dinosaurs out, dude. That's brilliant as well. As a hold on to your motherfucking butts. Oh, that's great. That's funny stuff. Um. All right, that concludes our Jurassic Park episode. Do you know what you're going to plug? Um, not plug. Do you know what you're going to do for, as it's your choice for next episode? No, I don't. Okay. There's stuff I want to do, but I talked to you about it and you don't really know enough about it that, because hmm. I, I wanted to, to cast like a Resident Evil movie with the characters, but you don't really know about it. So. Yeah. And uh, not a recast of that movie. It means no, like creating a whole new version movie. Of, of game. Yeah. Which is what we did with Mortal Kombat. Didn't we? We just created our own version of that film. Um, uh, I'll have to think over this weekend of what I want to do. Okay, all right, well, we'll be sure to announce that. We hope you enjoyed our casting choices uh, for Jurassic Park, and if you'd see that film, if you want to write to us, you can certainly do so at castingcallpod at gmail.com. Um, is it casting call pod? That's terrible, I don't have it written down. Um, but we want, to, we want to hear from you guys. Like, Please write in and tell us who you would cast in the Jurassic Park film if you think mm, yeah, someone better. Again, if you guys ever have any better choices, let us know. Yeah. We'll, we'll fix it. We'll make it... As you always say, locked in. Your wig will make it locked in. Yeah, lock that shit in. Um, but yeah, you can write to us. Or if there's any other suggestions for movies that you think we could recast, or TV shows, video games, uh, we're open to it. So yeah, it's castingcoolpod at gmail.com. And you can also find us on social media on Facebook at just by searching Cast and Call or Cast and Call Podcast. You'll be able to find us there. You can find Will on social media. You can stay up to date as he is a master. Uh, master. He's a master. Yes, I am a master artist. Yes. He's a master Marvel artist. He, yeah, he's a Marvel artist. And you can follow him at Robson Inc. I-N-K on all the social medias. And we also do another podcast, which is Spider-Man, the animated series podcast, where we review episodes from the 90s cartoon show, interview creatives or producers from that show and just have a great time on there as well you can search that on any of the podcast channels um by just keyword searching stas podcast or spider-man the animated series podcast um and we're available now on itunes we're available on spotify so please be sure to rate comment and subscribe to us on there as it always helps us grow our audience and it's very much appreciated um all right, so we are going away on holiday, so we won't be back for a little while, probably take a week off. Uh, so we'll be back in two weeks, maybe three weeks, uh, with another episode. And, yeah, we'll be sure to announce on our social medias what we're going to cast next, once you figure it out. Yeah, yeah, I'll have a thank you, Pooh. Uh, I'm I, I probably going to lean towards something maybe more... Uh, 
for the season of Halloween and stuff like that. That's Ooh, what I'm trying. I like that idea. Uh, That's a good idea. Horary or, you know, 80s or something like that. So I'm going to think about it. I like it. Okay, well, I look forward to what you're going to do, and I always enjoy casting and stuff. It's fun doing this. It really is. It's been it's been good fun. And there's people at work. Um, there's someone at work that's a big Jurassic Park fan as well. And actually, even more, he's a massive Ghostbusters fan. He's like, if you do Ghostbusters, you have to, like, include me. But I included him on some of my Jurassic Park choices. And, um, yeah, he was like... Ghostbusters oh, would be tough because... The, the reason that movie worked I think is the original cast yeah it would be tough but maybe that's what the Halloween thing is I don't know it's not a bad choice but it's not my choice no it's true <laughs> I, know, I knew you were going to say that um, alright anyway we'll be back next time with our casting choices for whatever we're going to review and is there anything you'd like to plug or add before we head off um, uh, out in stores now is the book I just was recently working on Future Foundation I believe issue 3 is coming out next month the first two issues are on the stands uh, also on the stands is uh, Spawn Kills Everyone 2 trade paperback which is what I've worked with with Todd McFarlane himself and you can also buy an action figure from that as well which is I, a character I co-created which is pretty dope yeah. and uh, in December uh, I'm now the artist on a Spider-Ham comic and Spider-Man's first comic he's had since uh, 1987 so pick that shit up as old as me as I've, as I've said that's crazy yeah. yeah so go and check that out um, it's really cool what you're doing with Spider-Ham and all of the characters turning them into animal versions and plus Spider-Man and Spider-Man characters are also in it so it's not just the animal versions so yeah go check that out in December alright um, well as this concludes life will find a way and we will find a way to finish this <laughs> goodbye <laughs> alright till next time bye Hey.